Welcome back to On the Level Leadership. It is getting cold and dreary and gray out there. Ugh, winter is coming. On that note, there may be times when you need to start thinking about firing a leader in your organization. This week, I want to talk about those three times that you may need to consider firing a leader. I'll chat a little bit on the why and the how as well. Welcome back, everyone who is returning. And for those that are new, my name is Tammy and I'm a career and leadership growth coach. I'm here to help you be the best leader you can be so you can grow in your career. So I want to talk about the notion of firing a leader. A lot of times people wonder, is it time? Do we need to think about removing this particular person? Sometimes it's really hard for folks to remove a leader, especially when they're really high up in the organization, because the organization may have spent a lot of time investing in this leader. And so they feel like if they... Um, fire this person that somehow they're losing that investment or the time that they've invested in this person. There may be a personal connection between the CEO and this leader, for example, in the organization that um, may make it more difficult for them to get fired. There may be a concern that there would be massive disruption on the organization if that leader is fired. So there are reasons why people don't get fired, even so they should be. If you're watching this and you're like, but I don't really have a lot of staff that report to me, I think this is still an important video to watch. And here's why. Because at some point you will have staff reporting to you. And sometimes leadership is is not positional. It's about relationship and it's about how people are demonstrating themselves. And if they're demonstrating these things in a personal leadership manner, not just in a positional leadership manner, I would argue that they need to be considered for dismissal as well. So the first thing is adding toxicity to the team. Right now, the issue of toxic leader is super hot. There's a lot of people looking this up online. People want to know how to deal with a toxic leader. And unfortunately, uh, toxic leaders have a tendency to really degrade an organizational culture over time. While your leader might be really good at reaching their targets or meeting their goals, as you see it as the leader, you need to look at the trail of destruction that they've left behind them. Because if they're toxic, they're not enabling or encouraging their teams, they're destroying them in their way. So toxicity shows up as high rotation, it shows up as complaints, it shows up as people not performing, it shows up as absenteeism and presenteeism in your organization, it shows up as poor metrics. So you're going to start seeing your performance of your organization slide. Targets at the lower levels may no longer be met. You may have people calling in sick on a regular basis. It can really show up in, in a variety of ways. After some conversation or maybe hiring someone to come in and take a look at what's happening, if it's determined that that leader is the, the root cause of all of these different things that are happening in your organization. And let's be clear, it's not always one leader's fault. There's often an organizational cultural issue that is goes broader and deeper than just that one leader. But if that that one leader is in fact the bully that everyone is identifying. Simon Sinek has a really great talk called Who's the Asshole? <laughs> and I'm going to link the video in this description because it's a phenomenal video where it's a short video. It's like five minutes. But basically the question is, if you are having poor performance or people are really struggling in their workplace, all you have to do is walk in the room and go, who's the asshole? And that person is usually the cause, the root cause for all of the sort of bad things happening in that workplace. So it's not about scapegoating. It's about really getting to the root of why things aren't working in your organization and trying to figure out if it's really related to one person or is it related to a broader set of events. So the second reason why you might want to start considering firing a leader is a lack of accountability. One of the things that leaders must do is they must model the way and they must have integrity. And not showing accountability for their behaviors is a super important sign that 
this person's probably not, quote, rehabable. If you've had conversations with the leader and um, expressed concerns from the team with them and they don't react or respond with a level of accountability of, wow, self-reflection and maybe this sh should be something I look at, rather they're pointing fingers, blaming and deflecting, you have a problem with accountability. You may have already set expectations with this leader on what you want them to do or how you want them to behave. There may be behavioral competencies that your organization really aspires to that you've asked that person to make amends or to course correct on. And again, if they don't make those changes, then they, they lack the accountability to really change how they're showing up in your organization. We see this a lot of narcissistic leaders. I've come across narcissistic leaders in my career who really truly did not take accountability for anything. They were never at fault. It was always somebody else's fault and some somebody else's reason for them not succeeding. The third reason you need to really look at, is it time to look at firing this person? Is they have lost all credibility. What I mean by that is they've lost credibility from you. You no longer find them credible. You don't trust that they're going to make the changes they need to make. You're not seeing the shift in behaviors. You're not seeing a lowering of the complaints. You're not seeing an increase in performance. You're not seeing a lowering in the rotation or the turnover of the staff. That person then lacks credibility in your eyes. But more important than that is that they've lost credibility of their staff. This is a huge component. Leaders must trust first, but also be trusted by their organizations. If they don't have the trust of their team and they've lost all credibility that they actually are the leader in the room and that they will keep cool and that they'll behave properly and that they'll be enabling and that they'll model the way, if they've lost credibility, they're done. The big thing is, is as a leader in your organization, you also must model the way. And if you continually allow a, a toxic leader to continue to grow and fester in your organization, what you're basically doing is you're complicit to it. You're basically enabling it. And it will eventually cause issue with your leadership and how people view you as a leader. So the main reason why you want to fire these leaders once you've established that they add toxicity, they're not accountable, and they are lacking credibility in your team with your clients, etc., is because they are a huge liability to your organization. They can be a liability from your client's perspective. So you may lose clients over this individual if the, any of that behavioral toxicity is demonstrating itself to your clients. They can become a legal liability as well. So people may sue the company or the organization for things like harassment and damages from a mental health perspective. And then they might become a PR liability because of all of this. So a perfect example of this in Canada is Bell Media right now is being scorched from a PR perspective, because of the number of complaints that have come up from women in that organization who claim that they have had either been treated in a sexist manner or in an ageist manner or in a racially disparate manner. So that is huge. And if you have leadership, even if it's only a half dozen people in this massive organization who created this context, they are a PR nightmare that your company is now having to manage and deal with. So ultimately, if they're a liability, it's probably in your best interest, even if it causes a bit of disruption with the team, to eliminate them from the equation. How do you plan for it? Last thing I want to talk about here is how to plan for it. I think the first thing you need to do is once that leader has been removed from the situation is to have uh, an all staff of the people affected by this person's behaviors and really acknowledge and be straightforward and transparent about what you saw and why you took the decision you, you took and why you made uh, the changes that you have made in the organization. And it's really important to allow people to off gas and give them a safe space so that 
that the recovery and the trust can start to be rebuilt in the organization. That's number one. The second thing is you want to set up the team for success. So while that leader may have been removed and although they may have been toxic, they were still providing positional direction or positional leadership. So what you want to do is see who within the team can be for a period of time brought in as an interim leader so that they can continue to keep the ball rolling in business until a new and more permanent leader has been identified. So again, it's about business continuity, making sure that things are still steamrolling forward. You may have to assume as the leader who fired this person, you may have to assume some of this role until such time as a new leader has been identified. But ultimately, if you can find somebody within your team and enable them to grow, then you're encouraging the heart and you're encouraging them to grow and enable enabling uh, your leaders to really shine in your organization, which by the way, will help to build trust and credibility in you as a leader. You want to make sure that the change is as smooth as possible. It may have been very disruptive and it may even have been a negative experience. If that leader was super toxic and angry and had to be escorted out by security, that kind of thing, then it can be very traumatic for people in the office. So you, again, you want to acknowledge that and try to make that transition as smooth as possible through a very strong communications plan with your team, through a transitional leadership plan with either a succession planner or somebody even from another part of the department or another part of the organization to come in, sort of swoop in and just kind of oversee things until a new leader has been identified. Then you're going to want to assure your staff who may feel like, holy crap, is this person now going to go on a firing spree? You want to assure them that really it's about you taking the lead on ensuring that the organizational culture is healthier and that you establish sort of um, the rules of play, if you will, as a leader of what you expect in terms of behaviors, how you want people to show up and what you'd like to see going forward so that people understand that if they misbehave, they're not going to be fired immediately, that this was a series of events or a number of behaviors that you had noted over time and you allowed that leader to course correct and that person chose not to. And that's why they're no longer with the organization. As long as they understand the rules of play and you are very transparent about that, you will see that staff will respond accordingly. Ultimately, you, the organization, and your teams will benefit from removing a very toxic leader from the organization. I think the time has come. I think the tolerance levels for bullies in the office has pretty much gone to zero. I think people are done being mistreated. That doesn't mean that we don't have high levels of expectations. It doesn't mean that we don't push our staff a little bit. It doesn't mean that we don't push the targets or try to achieve success. It's not about that. It's about how we deliver the message and how we encourage and enable our people to be the best that they can be so that your organization can continue to grow, be successful, be profitable, be effective, treat its client space perfectly, etc. So hopefully you found this video somewhat useful and helpful for you to help you tease out and make decisions around whether it's time to start looking at firing somebody within your organization who reports into you. And if you're wondering if you're the toxic leader or if you're the asshole in the room, then I have a little thing for you to do. You have a self-assessment questionnaire. It's absolutely free in the description of this podcast slash YouTube. And what I want you to do is click on it and complete the assessment. It'll give you a good sense behaviorally how you're showing up and where you should be in those behaviors. And then you can sort of see the areas that maybe you need a little more reflection on, or maybe you need a little improving on. There's some tips and tricks I provide at the end of that self-assessment on the last page that will help you determine how to grow. If you like this content, make sure that if you're on YouTube, you subscribe, give it a like, because it really does help this channel out. It helps get this information out to more people. And if you're listening via podcast, make sure you follow this podcast because I am here every single week, giving you information, tidbits, advice, etc coach you to be the best leader you can be so that you can grow in your career. Thanks again, folks. See you next week. Until then, stay safe.